worship you for you were caught up by yourself
This morning we are going to be reading from our devotional. And the title this morning says, Be a Doer. Can we say together, Be a Doer. James 1.25 says, But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty 
and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Glory to God. The person that looks on and not a forgetful hearer, but a doer. Say, I'm a doer of the work. The word of God is full of power for prosperity. But you need to know how to release this power before you can greatly benefit from it. It's not good enough to store up scriptures in your memory until transition is made from knowing the word in your head to practicing it in your daily life. Power is not released. Wow. There's a difference between the science knowledge of the word of God and the revelation knowledge of it. The former is simply called mental ascent. There's no power in this. Revelation knowledge, on the other hand, propels you to act on the word of God. Acting on the word is real faith. It is what triggers off God's power. Real faith steps out in boldness to do what is written in the word. Stepping out this way brings God's power on the scene. How many of us would like to see God's power on the scene in our lives? Thereby making the impossible possible. Don't be contented with having mere sense knowledge. Stay with the word long enough. Say long enough. Long enough. Long enough. Long enough. Stay with the word long enough to receive revelation that will make you act in line or that will birth the revelation knowledge. This will ensure you are always prosperous and blessed. Glory to God. You can read James chapter 1 from the beginning to the end. Can we rise up as we take this confession of faith together? Say with me, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And come on, you're going to say it like you mean it. You're going to say it with all the boldness of God. He says, come boldly. Say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And I live by faith. I have the God kind of faith, world overcoming faith. I have whatsoever I say. Jesus said, if I say and continue to say and do not doubt, but believe, I shall have whatsoever, whatsoever I say. So I say in faith that I'm blessed, that I'm healed, I'm making progress. I have the victory and I win all the time. I win all the time. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I stay full of the word and my faith grows exceedingly. With God's word in my heart and in my mouth, I create my world. I hold on to my confessions of faith and I see God's will come to pass in my life. I stay full of the word, I walk in love, I stay full of joy. And I act in line with what I say. So I have victory. So I have victory. The force of faith is at work for me and in me. And nothing can stop me. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even my faith. Somebody with all the faith in you shout hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're going to pray for our two services. We're going to pray for the church. Can you project Psalm 127 verses 1 and 2? It says, except the Lord builds the house, the labor in vain that builds it. 
So concerning our two services, we're praying to God. You know, it's God that is in the building. Hallelujah. Unless the Lord builds a house, the labor in vain that builds it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. The next verse. It's vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so he gives his beloved sleep. Hallelujah. So I want us to pray with all the faith in us this morning. Concerning the building of our two services. We're trusting God for growth. Hallelujah. And not anyhow growth. Real multiplication. Spiritually, numerically, financially, in every area. Glory to God. Can you hold the hand of your neighbor and let's just say with me. In the name of Jesus. As a church, we stand on faith together. Concerning the building of our church. Concerning the building of two services. Full of men of the word and men of the spirit. Men of faith and men of power. Men of means. Men of finances. We yield to you, Holy Spirit of God, to birth these things out. To birth our sons and our daughters. We call them in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And we acknowledge you, Father, that you are bringing them in. Go ahead and pray the Holy Ghost. It's the Lord that is in the building. It's the one building. We are co-laborers with him. We receive the supply of the spirit. We receive the supply of favor, the supply of power. We receive the boldness in our invitations. We receive favor upon all our home churches, upon our people groups, upon all our tribes. The sons and daughters are drawn from everywhere. Lord, you're walking in us. You're walking through us. And you are doing super abundantly above all we can ask or think or imagine. In numerical increase, in spiritual increase, establishment of our people. Establishment of the sheep that are in and the other sheep that you're bringing in. Makazaligi halaboso. Ba 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 
so oh we thank you mala thank you father in jesus name we pray hallelujah let's have our seat in god's presence hallelujah let's listen to the following announcements this is king's word international church ikeja our main services holds on sundays 7 30 and 9 a.m our Wednesday services hold 6 to 8 p.m. For counseling with the senior pastor, please contact the church office. The number will be displayed on the screen to make an appointment. You can also visit the information and regist registration desk just outside the hall to book an appointment. Testimonies. Please share your testimonies. Pick up a testimony slip from the ushers. Or send an email to massivewonders at kingsword.org. Teens Church, kindly note that we have a church for our teenagers, aged 13 to 19. If you fall within this age group, you should be in the Teens Church on the second floor. Parents, kindly encourage your children to attend instead of staying here in the adult church. Intending couples, if you are currently single and planning to get married soon, please inform the church at least six months before the wedding date. You are encouraged to write to the Family Life Ministry through your zonal pastor or send your notification to familylife at kingswardikeja.org. Upcoming meetings and events. Pray with Dr. K, Monday to Friday, 1 to 1 15 p.m. Nigerian time. You can play on demand later if you miss a live audio broadcast. Download the King's Order app on Apple Store and Google Play. You can also contact, you can also connect via Dr. K's Facebook page. Pursuit prayer meetings. Monday to Fridays, 5:30 a.m. and 9 p.m. online session. If you want to join the Pursuit Prayer Meetings, you can send your name and numbers to the church office. Number is being displayed on the screen to be added to the WhatsApp prayer conference or visit the information and registration desk just outside the hall. Fellowship group events. Women, women's Fellowship presents Recharge, a five-hour intensive prayer, praise and power meeting, ministering, will be Pastor Onida Kiemi, hallelujah. Pastor Dr. Fallo, Pastor Joy Opuda, and Deacon Olori Ajayi. Date is September 7, and time is 7 to 12 p.m. 7 a.m. to 12 p.m., 12 noon. Water baptism. The next water baptism exercise is scheduled for Sunday, 25th of August, let's mark our calendars. If you are here to be water baptized, you are encouraged to join the ongoing discipleship classes between now and then. Stewardship and leadership vigil. A stewardship and leadership vigil we hold later in the month. Is this coming Friday? Friday, August 30th. Time is 10.30 p.m. to 4 a.m. 
all church workers should kindly mark their calendars. Supernatural Healing and Health Clinic. The next healing clinic is scheduled for Saturday, September 7. The time is 10 a.m. If you are in need of healing or challenged concerning your health, this meeting is for you. Kindly register at the registration and information desk or send your name and phone number to the church office. Number is being displayed on the screen. Let's package our offerings and our tithes. If you are writing a check, please make it payable to King's World Ministries International. POS terminals are available if you want to give your seats with your ATM card. If you are giving your tithes this morning, can you please come forward? While I read the scripture, can you please come forward if you are giving your tithe this morning? I read from Proverbs chapter 3, from verse 9 and 10. It says, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all your increase. So shall your, so shall your bands be filled with plenty, and your presses shall burst out with new wine. Hallelujah. Those of us that are tithing this morning, if you have your tithes here, please come. And if you're also giving towards the church projects, you can also come. Father, we thank you. Can we all rise on our feet as we get set to give to God this morning? We thank you for your precious people that are honoring you with their tithe, putting you first with the top 10% of their income or their increase. Lord, I speak your blessing over these ones. I declare the windows of heaven are opened over you. God will multiply you. God will increase you. God will do exceptional things for you. You will be the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. We call you blessed. As you have honored God by putting him first, God will honor you by elevating you among men. In the name of Jesus. Please drop your seats if you came with it to the altar. Every other person lift up your offering. Father, we thank you. We acknowledge you as our source, our sustainer, our provider. The one that gives us bread to eat and seed to sow. We honor you with our offerings today. And we thank you because your blessing rests mightily on us. Thank you because as we give today, we access grace for our next levels. We access favor on a whole new dimension. Thank you, Lord, because you cause our seed sown to multiply and to increase. And we decree in faith that this is the least we will ever be in Jesus' mighty name. And the church shouted a louder, amen. amen. Someone that is excited about giving to the Lord shouted another loud, amen. amen. God bless you. Please sow your seed and you can be seated in God's presence. You are all welcome. Can the people in this second service give the Lord a loud shout of praise? Help me turn to your neighbor on the left and on the right and tell him or her, it's good to see you. I'm glad you are in church early. You are here for the word and you are here at the beginning of the word. Hallelujah. So we want to encourage everyone um, the service you are coming for, whether it's the first service or the second service, the whole purpose of splitting the church into two and having multiple services is for us to reach more people. 
So next Sunday when you are coming, I want to encourage you to invite people and bring them along with you. This eight weeks or now seven Sundays left, after today it will be six. We are trusting God that both services will be filled and established. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? And if you think about that, if every person brings one person, we've doubled. Amen. So please join in. It's one of the ways you can build with us. Glory be to God. We started teaching last Sunday on how we can have new beginnings. Everybody can have a new beginning. If things are not going the way you want it to go, you are not enjoying your life, you are not enjoying certain aspects of your life, you should believe God for a new beginning in that area. You don't have to continue struggling and living a dissatisfied life. It's not necessary. And we are showing you keys on how to do that. Two major ways. We are learning from God himself. I asked them in the first service, can God teach you something? Who is that person that can learn from God? You can learn something from God. God is wise enough to teach you. You think God is worthy to follow his example. Raise your hand if you are that kind of person. I think we should all learn to be students of God. Ephesians 5 says we should be imitators of God. In other words, we should be able to look at God, whether it's the Father, the Son, or the Spirit, and learn from him. And then, not only receive from God, we talk a lot and we teach a lot about receiving from God, and you should receive from God. In fact, lift your hands this morning and say, I receive from God. I receive grace. I receive mercy. I receive favor. I receive blessing in the name of Jesus. Particularly in an atmosphere like this, you're in God's presence. You should receive from him. But not only should you know how to receive from God, you should, learn to, you should know how to learn from God. You should be able to look at God, look at Jesus, look at the Holy Spirit, and imitate what God is doing. And we said the first thing God did when he wanted to recreate his world, which is what we are talking about here, having a new beginning. You can start with spiritual illumination. God said, let there be light. And like I said last week, he was talking to his inside. I believe everything God said and God did in Genesis chapter 1, nothing happened on the outside. And I will show you that as we go on in this study. Nothing happened on the outside. It was all on the inside. It was after he had finished rearranging things on his inside, manifestation now started showing on the outside. The first place to, be, to begin is with spiritual illumination, vision, hope. We use different words to describe. We are talking about the same thing. So we are learning from God. We are also learning from our own experience as a ministry. King's word. By God's grace, next year it will be 30 years since our founding pastor received the vision of this ministry. 1990 August. And we have learned a lot. In fact, for people like me, it's amazing how I see things replay itself. These two services thing we are doing, it's like we are just replaying something we did. I remember the first time we did it, we were now in Ogba then. The church was based in Ogba, Thomas Salako Street. That time we did not split the church into three, into two. We split it into three. From one service, we went to three services. 
And our senior pastor then is no longer a part of the ministry now, Pastor Noel Manufour. God has led him to start his own ministry. In fact, what I'm just doing to Elijah, I'm just replaying what he did. I'm just replaying what he did. Thank God I was in the church then. He just stepped back, raised us, some of the other pastors. You handled the first service, you handled the second service, you handled the third service. We raised a team of leaders to work with us. Boom, the church multiplied. Glory be to God. And our lives never remained the same. Your life will not remain the same in Jesus' name. So that's what we are doing. And like I said, for these eight weeks, I will teach you something from God or show you something God did for a new beginning. Imitate it in your life at your level. And we will also talk about what we have learned in 30 years. And I tell you, we have learned a lot. Let's continue this morning. Rise up on your feet. Let's see something else that God did in Genesis chapter 1. Go with me to Genesis chapter 1. We read from verse 6. We're going to pick eight things from Genesis 1 that God did. Last week, God called forth light, spiritual illumination. Look at what he did next. Or another thing that he did. Not necessarily next, but another thing that he did. From verse 6. Then God said, Let there be a firmament. Firmament means sky. In the midst of the waters. And let it divide the waters from the waters. So when it said the, the earth was without form and void, everything was just a pool of water. And what God simply did here was he lifted up the cloud. And I'm sure we all know that the cloud is made of water. Water that has been turned to gas. And then he created the seas. That's all he did. Separated the waters. That's what he was doing here. Thus God made the firmament, verse 7, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. God just made this space that we had. Created the sky, created the seas, or created waters beneath. Hallelujah. And verse 8, the Bible says, And God called the firmament heaven, so the evening and the morning were the second day. This is the second lesson we can learn from God. If you want a new beginning, if you want next levels, continue what you started. It's a very simple key. Day one, God said, let there be light. Day two, God said. Day three, God said. Day four, God said. Day five, God what? Day six, what did God do? Notice he didn't stop saying. Day seven, what did God do? The Bible said he rested, for he said this. Let me ask you a very simple question. You won't see it in Genesis, but you can use your own imagination. What do you think God did on day eight? Huh? You don't know. Okay, take an educated guess. What did God do on day eight? Huh? What did God do on day nine? What did God do on day 10? Day 100, what do you think God did? Day 1000, what do you think God did? Day 2000, what do you think God did? Day 10,000, what do you think God did? Yesterday, what do you think God did? Today, what do you think God is doing? Tomorrow, what will God do? 
That's all you need. Find out what works. Continue. If you started praying, continue praying. If you started serving, continue serving. If you started giving, continue giving. If you started loving, continue loving. If you started coming to church, <laughs> what do you do, sir? <laughs> Just continue. Many people miss out on their new beginnings and their next level because they stopped doing something that they should have continued doing. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. Listen to how Apostle Paul shared the same mystery. Philippians chapter 3. Hallelujah. Second reading briefly this morning. Philippians chapter 3 from verse 12. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on. Let me hear somebody shout, I press on. I will not give up. I will not cave in. I will not be derailed. I will not be stopped. I will continue. I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. I recognize that there's something God has proposed for my life. This is why God saved me. This is why God redeemed me. I have not seen the fullness of its manifestation. So I keep pressing on. Look at what he said in verse 13. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing. I don't do two things, so this is my secret. And I learned it from God. One thing I do. I saw God in the beginning. He spoke day one, spoke day two, spoke day three. Me too, I will continue what I'm doing. That's all. That's how to have a new beginning. If you continue in the things God has revealed to you to do and not stop, by this time tomorrow, you will have a new beginning. You will have a new breakthrough. Like God had a new heaven and a new earth. No devil can stop it. This one thing I do, hallelujah, forgetting those things that are behind, do you know how many people are being stopped by their past, good or bad? Somebody said, that will not be me forever in Jesus' name. Declare it, I will not allow my past to stop me. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press forward. Sorry, I press toward the goal of the prize of the outward call of God in Christ Jesus. I press. Verse 15, very, very instructive admonition. Therefore, let us as a mature. This is a thing of maturity. In fact, this is how we know mature people from immature people. Let us that are mature have the same mind. And it's a mindset. And if anything you think otherwise, if you have another opinion, God will reveal even this to you. Your opinion is not correct. This is the correct opinion. Continue. Continue praying. Continue giving. Don't stop. Whatever God has taught you, continue having spiritual illumination. Continue having hope. Continue telling yourself, let there be light. 
Glory be to God. Now look at verse 16. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, whether you are mature or not mature, let us walk by the same rule. Hallelujah. Let us be of the same mind. It doesn't matter what level. This, the truth is the truth. So whether you're a young believer or you just started praying in tongues and you're still struggling, or whether you're veterans like some of us, we've been doing this for decades, what are you to do? I can't hear you. I have another way I like saying it, keep on keeping on. Tap three, four, five people around you and tell them, keep on keeping on, keep on keeping on. Father, send us your word this morning. Speak to our hearts. Let us hear your voice. Let your word take root in our hearts. Let nobody live here the same way they came. In Jesus' name. Please have your seats. Learn to continue. Once you can find something that is of God, anything, once you can find something that is of benefit to you. Now, this is what the devil will try to do. He will want to stop you. He will want you to stop something that God has started in your life. In fact, the Bible word for it, Jesus taught a lot about it, is offense. Do you know what the word offense means? It means to get off and end the process. It's from offend. Don't let anything offend you. Don't let anyone offend you. Because once you get offended, you will get off what you are doing. You find that you are not praying anymore. You are not serving God anymore. You are not giving anymore. And what he's trying to do is to truncate what God has begun in your life. Continue. Continue. Glory be to God. That's how to come into the fullness of the manifestation of God's plan for you. Philippians chapter 1, I believe, verse 6. Apostle Paul said something. I'm confident that that which God has begun, he will perfect it till the very end. God doesn't do everything in one day. He doesn't do everything in one week. He doesn't do everything in one month. He doesn't do everything in one year. He doesn't do everything in 10 years. He doesn't do everything in 100 years. He doesn't do everything in one generation. It's from age to age. We sang it this morning. Age to age, you are still the same. You continue. Glory be to God. So one grace all of us need in our lives is strength to continue. Lift your hands where you are. And just for a minute, say with me in the name of Jesus. I pray for grace or I receive grace and I pray for strength to continue in the things God has told me to do and to be consistent in the name of Jesus. Take a minute, open your mouth and pray that prayer for yourself right where you are. Grace to continue, strength to continue, grace to be consistent. And as you are praying, if there's anything God has revealed to you to do that you have stopped, take courage this morning, receive strength to continue, get back in the saddle, get back in the game, get back in the race, strength to continue, strength to continue like God keeps speaking. Like God, keep developing spiritual illumination, spiritual insight, vision, hope. Keep praying, keep serving, keep believing, keep on keeping on, keep on keeping on. Don't give up, don't cave in, don't quit, don't stop, don't drop the button, continue.
Continue. Glory be to God. Let me explain a bit deeper what we are trying to do over this eight-week period. I was unable to get into this last Sunday. Job 11 verse 6. This is what we are doing. This is what God is doing for every one of us. God is handing secrets. Secrets for new beginnings and next levels to every one of us. Job 11 and verse 6. That he, God, will show you and me the secrets of wisdom. Somebody say secrets of wisdom. Come on, shout it like you mean it. Secrets of wisdom. For they will double your prudence. They will make you wiser. They will make you look sharper. They will make you look smarter. When you understand the secret of continuing, you will just be looking wiser and stronger and smarter than you really are. That will be your story in Jesus' name. Job 29. Look at another text talking about secrets. This is Job speaking. When he was in the middle of the wahala he found himself in. When he needed a new beginning. When all the chaos broke out on his life. Look at what he said. By the way, every time I read a verse in Job 29, I always tell people, please go and read the entire chapter. Listen to what he said. Oh, verse 2, Job 29. That I were in the months past, as in the days when God watched over me. When his lamp shone upon my head, and by his light I walked through darkness. I prophesy over someone and the sound of my voice in this service. Whatever kind of darkness has surrounded you in your marriage, in your finances, in your career, in your ministry, by reason of God's light, you will walk through the darkness in the name of Jesus. Like David, you will walk through the valley of the shadow of death in the name of Jesus. Like God, you will rise up and say, let there be light, and there will be light for you in the name of Jesus. Walk through the darkness. Not that there was no darkness, so not that there was no problem, not that there were no challenges. I walked through it. Hallelujah. I walked through it. By his lamp or by his light, I walked through darkness. Just as I was in the days of my prime, verse 4, when the friendly counsel, KJV calls it secrets, the friendly counsel of God was upon my tent. That's what God is doing for us. Pastor T, you are my friend. Let me tell you how I had a new beginning. The things I started, I continue. Counsel. One day, Pastor Yinka here came to meet me. Pastor T, you know you can do this kind of thing. And I did it. I made money. I'm still making the money till tomorrow. Friendly counsel. It's not everybody you told you. <laughs> Yet, we are now setting up a platform. Next month, we are doing a money mastery seminar. So you can now share it to other friends that are interested. And I'm endorsing it because I know it works. Friendly counsel. Secrets. Secrets. Psalm 25 and verse 14. The secret of the Lord is with those that fear him. Somebody shout out loud, I'm one of them. And he will show them his covenant. So God is sharing secrets with us to start again when we need to start again. 
No matter what has collapsed, what has failed, what has crashed, you don't have to stay there. You can have a new beginning. Get spiritual illumination. Ah, Pastor, how do I get it? Just do what God did. Start saying, let there be light. And pray. Those are the two things we taught you last week. Start saying, let there be light. Pray in the Spirit. Let there be light. Pray in the Spirit. Ah, I don't have to pray in the Spirit. Join our discipleship class upstairs. Ah, I've gone there. I still don't get it. Hold the pastor's coat today. I will not let you go until you bless me. These tongues people are speaking. Me too, I must speak it. Just get it. You can't have spiritual illumination. And at the same time, you're a prayerful person. And you will not break the darkness in your life. If you continue. So we're adding another secret now. Continue. Like God. Do it day one. Do it day two. Do it day seven. Do it day eight. Day 1,000. Continue. Hallelujah. Does somebody understand where we are right now? Let me give you secret two of King's Word. I'm looking back 30 years. How does a teenager get an idea? We call it vision. That's what King's Word was. As at August 90 and before August 1990. All that we see in King's Word everywhere today. All the churches in Nigeria. The mission stations in Africa. The church in Europe, in London. The churches in North America. All the global outreaches Dr. K is going, is doing, 1990 August, 29 years ago, it was just a thought. In a teenager's head, though, not Bill Gates' head. A teenager somewhere in Ife, with no money, no connections, he wasn't Abacha's son. Okay, Abacha is not the guy there now. What's the name of the guy there? Buhari's son. <laughs> a nobody as it were. Ain't nobody as it were. No, 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 nothing anybody reckon with. And here we are today. In a typical Sunday morning, thousands of people all over the world gather under the umbrella of King's Word everywhere. How does that happen? I tell people everywhere, if you are a member of King's Word or you are in King's Word, you are living in a miracle. May God open your eyes to see it. You are living in a miracle, a God-ordained miracle. Nicodemus told Jesus, no man can do these things except God be with him. If you think you can do it alone, go and start one idea. And let's check you 30 years after. <clears throat> you are living in a miracle. What are the things that have helped us? We talked about one last week. We are prayerful people. Two amazing platforms for anyone that is interested in a new beginning and next level. Pray with Dr. K. Monday to Friday. You can't be doing that meeting with Dr. K regularly and your life remains the same. Can I hear a loud Amen. And we've had testimony after testimony after testimony along that line. Then we have our own pursuit meetings as well. So pray with one another. 5.30 a.m. every weekday morning, 9 p.m. every night. You don't have to do every day to start. I remember when we started pursuit, what we told everybody in church was then, is even if it's just one day in a week, start from there. Then you can grow from there. Somebody say continue. Continue. Look at our second secret, 1 John chapter 1. Let me use another text from the text we used in the first service. We read John chapter 1 in the first service. Let's, this time, let's read 1 John. They are saying the same thing. 1 John chapter 1. 
Pastor T, what is the major secret of King's Word that has helped this vision grow from a thought to what it has become 30 years after the Word of God? Somebody shout the Word of God. That's not a shout. Shout the Word of God. Listen, 1 John chapter 1, that which was from the beginning, and this is what I'm going to teach you about God next week. What was God doing in the beginning? God was speaking his word. That's what God was doing. When he said, let there be light, and all the speaking was doing, let there be firmament. Anything God says is God's word. The word of God. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard. Can I hear somebody say, I hear? Which we have seen with our eyes. Somebody say, I see. Which we have looked upon and our hands have handled. Concerning the word of life. Hallelujah. That's what the word of God is. It's the word of life. The word of your marriage, the word of your ministry, the word of your health, the word of your academics, the word of your career, the word of your everything that is part of your life. The word of life. The life was manifested, verse 2. And we have seen, let me hear somebody say, I see again. And bear witness, or preach it. Bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was the Father and was manifested to us. Verse 3. That which we have seen, somebody say I see again, and heard, say I hear, we declare to you, say I say, that you also, this is why we are preaching these things to you, this is why we are writing these things to you. In the case of John, John is writing it and I'm preaching it. This is the reason. Tap your neighbor and say, wake up, wake up, wake up and catch it. That you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father. And with his son, Jesus Christ. We have not kept ourselves for 30 years. We are not that smart. I will tell you who has been keeping King's word for 30 years. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And I will tell you how he has been keeping it through his word. Who has been doing it? God. How has he been doing it? His word. Verse 4. And these things we write and speak or preach to you that your joy may be full. I speak over somebody that is low on joy in this service this morning. This season, your joy shall be full in the name of Jesus. You are not too happy the way your marriage is. I prophesy over you. Your joy shall be full in the name of Jesus. Where your finances are, where your health is, where your relationships are, you are not particularly excited. I prophesy over your life. Your joy shall be full in the name of Jesus. And I'm telling you how to make it happen by the word. The fullness that we have seen in King's word. Let me give you a friendly counsel, oh, my very good friends this morning. 
came by the word of God. In fact, this is how God taught it to us in King's Word. It's the second acronym in our core values. We have a core value in church, supernatural. I'm going to talk to you about S next week. Let's leave S aside. I want to talk to you about you. You stands for uncompromised word. That's very interesting that God didn't tell us just word. Again, I'm talking to you from a 30-year view of King's word. Now, he didn't say just word. To King's word, he said uncompromised. Don't compromise my word. Some people have the word of God quite all right. They have the Bible. They read the Bible. They know the Bible. But it's compromised. And it's not producing the result. What John Lee said here, the joy, hallelujah. The joy, there's no joy. Why? The word is compromised. Where the word is not compromised, there will be joy. That's what John said. I'm talking to you about the word of life. The word of life we have seen. The word of life we have had. Look, he became flesh and we, we lived with him. We ate with him. We slept with him. And I'm talking to you from that realm. John is, I'm talking to you from the experience I had with Jesus. And I'm saying all this so that, number one, you can have fellowship with me. And my fellowship is with God. Number two, that your joy may be full. Hallelujah. Why would anybody not want the word of God? God was telling me this this morning. He said the greatest contributors, all the people that have brought your way ever did for you. From the first person that ever taught you the word. And I remember after, after I got born again. The first Bible teacher that I really ever sat under was Dr. Freddie Casey Price. Through television. We would go to my parents' church then. There wasn't too much word teaching and revelation there. And we'll come back home. We're having family breakfast. We'll turn on the TV. I believe it was LTV 8. Around 12 noon. And they will broadcast ever-increasing word ministries. And Dr. Price will start teaching. And start saying things that... Ah, can someone be saying he can never be sick? They didn't tell us in our church there. <laughs> but they will tell you things that are contrary to the word. Sickness is normal. It's not in the Bible. What is in the Bible is that by the stripes of Jesus you are healed. Sickness is normal. <laughs> Devil is a liar. What does the uncompromised word mean? Let me quickly close this morning. Number one, please catch these things. It means put God's word first above all else. Tap your neighbor and say, put God's word first above all else. Above your feelings and your emotions. When your feeling is pulling you this way, and what God's word says is going this way, don't go the way of your feelings so you are compromising the word of God in your life. Put God's word above your feelings, above your opinion and your experiences. Thank God for your opinion, but you are not as wise as God. Above the traditions of men, put God's word above tradition. Above your situations and circumstances, your physical senses. I know what you can see. I know what you can feel. I know what you can touch. But what does God's word say? When you put God's word above what you can sense and feel, you are living in the uncompromised word. Number two, it means give God final authority. 
fact, before I go to number two, listen to this scripture. Look at what David found out about God. Psalm 138 and verse 2. For you, talking about God, you have magnified your word. Psalm 138 and verse 2. Above all your name. Ha, even God puts his word above his name. How much more you and I? It's a revelation God showed David. You have magnified your word above all your name. You know God has many names. None of them is above his word. That's amazing. Uncompromised word means gives God, give God's word final authority. That means let God's word have the final say in all aspects of your life. Okay, my wife has spoken. My friend has spoken. My boss has spoken. I have spoken. All oh, these are all okay. Let's go to the Bible. What does the, God, what does the word say we should do here? Make that the final authority. You know we sing that song. Who has the final say? Come on. This is how Jehovah. That song doesn't explain to us how Jehovah has the final say. And if you want Jehovah to turn your life around for a new beginning, you better know how. He has the final say by his word. And it's when you allow the word to take place in your life. Uncompromised. Number three, and I'm going to end here. Uncompromised word means give God's word or live by God's word. Number one, it means put it first above all else. Number two, it means give it the final authority. Nothing wrong with getting advice from your friends, though. My brother, my sister, learn to live by the friendly counsel of God above every other person. Live by the word. Tap your neighbor and say, live by the word. Let me give you five ways to live by the word as we close. Number one, read or and listen to the word. Remember what John was saying. When you read the word, your eyes will see it. When you listen to the word, your ears will hear it. I woke up very early this morning. I told them this in the first service. And I'm not saying this to borrow, so I'm just teaching you how we do it. I took my phone, audio Bible, plugged it, and for at least two hours, before I came to church, not what I'm preaching to you, I just listened to the Bible. Man, it washed my inside. Cleared my ears, washed my ears very well. Water cannot do that one. So the Bible talks to us about the washing of water by the word. Cleared my brain, my head, made my head very clear as I was listening to the word. I felt good. How do I live by the word? Read it, listen to it, let it go through your eyes and through your ears. The ultimate destination of God's word is your heart. How does it get to your heart from the pages of the Bible when you read it? And when you listen to it, let it go through your eyes, let it go through your ears. Number two, speak it. John said, we proclaim it to you. Confess it. Preach it, if you are privileged to. Let it go through your mouth. Hallelujah. Fill your mouth with God's word. This first service, God gave me an instruction that we're going to do in church. I will communicate that to us in the coming days and weeks. So let the word go through your mouth and through your ears. When you speak it, when you confess it, when you proclaim it, it will go through your mouth, it will go through your ears. Number three, think it. 
Take a moment to think about what you are hearing, what you are seeing, what you are saying. Meditate on it. Where, how do you meditate? Mutter to yourself softly. Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light. And then put yourself in the situation. So you are meditating on Genesis 1 verse 2. You remove God from Genesis 1 and you put yourself there. And Pastor T said, let there be light. Let there be, that's meditation. meditation. Imitate God. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I imitate God. Number four, believe it. There is no way the word can go through your ears, through your eyes, through your mouth, through your mind. Meditation that does not enter your heart. And I tell you, when the word enters your heart, get ready for 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold return. Get ready for new beginnings and next levels. Finally, like we had in the devotion this morning, do the word. James chapter 1, from verses 21 to 25. In fact, James told us to continue. <laughs> so we are joining it with God's secret as well. Continue in the word. Hallelujah. Say with me, I read and I listen to the word. What's the second one? I speak and I confess the word. What's the third one? I think and I meditate on the word. What's the fourth one? I believe. My brother, my sister, the day you believe by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed, your life will never remain the same. The day you believe, he himself took my poverty on the tree and gave me his riches. You will never be poor under in your life. Oh, you may not see manifestation that day, but if you continue, hallelujah, it's only a matter of time. What's the fifth one? Do it or act on it. You learn to live by the word like this. Get ready for new beginnings. Rise on your feet. Lift those hands to heaven.